0: So I've been seeing everybody that's been tagging us on Twitter. Thanks, guys. I'm glad you're getting behind the Manscaped movement. Hope you guys are enjoying the product. And if you're still looking to get on the Manscaped train, you guys can still get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DNVR20 at Manscaped.com. The perfect package 3.0 kit is the state of the art option for a Manscaped. Comes with the new improved lawnmower 3.0. An awesome piece of machinery, as I like to call it. Also, a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine, like the Crop Preserver, the Crop Reviver, and the Carrying Case as well. Nice little to-go bag for your manscaping products. You guys can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code DNVR20 at (laughs) manscaped.com.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome into the DNBA Live Show presented by Legal Pete's. <laughs> Um, that was a that was a fantastic air horn. Patrick it did was not good. participate though. There
2: was no no air is that what, horn. Is he, has he now been, been banished because of this?
1: Wow, I really wanted to have him on the show, but um, unfortunately he's not. You're kind of a night. jerk
2: with the the controls. I have to say, <laughs> it's he's drunk so with power. power. I, I drunk can't with Control power. myself. <laughs> it's so
1: easy just to say, you know what, Harrison, get out of here. <laughs> uh, I am joined today, as always, by my esteemed colleagues seated to my top
3: right it's brendan vote It's cracking friends i don't know if i'm esteemed anymore i feel like yeah. i've been pegged down a level <laughs> or two <for> <laughs> you're just regular steamed in the
1: bottom yeah. right you, it's eric you know him as d-line co
2: yeah are we colleagues
1: we <laughs> are
0: colleagues. Yeah, <laughs> okay. actually,
1: Actually, yeah, <laughs> you, I don't know. You're just
2: kind of around.
0: <laughs> you, you, you guys are second colleagues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> second so, colleague. Yeah, like one
2: for second, yeah, I was just gonna say second colleague, one removed. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> and then down to the bottom left, the hat backwards, looking uh, exactly like he's ready to play. Uh, what's the movie I'm thinking of? White men can't jump. White men. Can't jump.
0: <laughs> wow, that is a very
3: young Woody look there. That's awesome. Man,
0: I wish I was. I wish I was in White Men Can't Jump.
1: Can, weren't you that for Halloween one time?
2: No, nah, it was Jackie. It was Jackie Moon. Moon yeah.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So Come on. Same wheelhouse. Killer yeah, costume. The by the way, man, I just gotta carry around a basketball the whole night. Like I was
1: in heaven. <laughs> the Halloween costume yeah. really is like you don't it, you. There could be a good one, but it's so uncomfortable that it like sucks to be out or whatever. Yeah. A good Halloween costume is like comfortable regular clothes
0: that everybody wears. Sure. Yeah, Jackie but, Moon was perfect. That's reusable. Right, reusable jersey. Just like everybody knows what you are the big
3: lebowski man you just wear yeah. a bathrobe oh, and you drink man. white russians all night i've done yeah, it five to, times
0: you get to pretend to be the big
1: lebowski which is like everybody wants to act like that, that's the yeah. that you can actually do it yeah. it's acceptable versus Whatever, like the, man
2: yeah versus like the people that are like we're gonna be lego man we're gonna make a costume out of a cardboard <laughs> box and it's like looks awesome but then you're imprisoned by your costume all night
0: and like it just gets oh, shredded man.
3: you get stuck in the door on the way to the club <laughs> yeah yeah
0: this guy in my high school <laughs> yeah. once was a kissing booth.
3: Smart. Did it work?
0: Oh. I think it like actually worked a little bit. Innovative. He was a real innovative mind. Every other
2: night of the week like every other day of the year, that's like a Me Too story. But on Halloween it's like <laughs> 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 Jesus.
0: Get out of here, wait, man. Wait, get, wait, get, him of here. You know get him out yeah, of I here. Him <laughs> get him out
1: of here. We gotta bring on my buddy Patrick. The host of Movies and Shit Podcast and one of my best friends, who's also a Michael Jordan expert slash aficionado. JP, what's, what's happening, brother?
4: More aficionado, More aficionado. Thanks <laughs> for having obsessive. me back, everybody. I'm excited for this uh, deep dive into the Rocky Balboa cinematic universe. Let's go.
3: Yes. Yeah, debate. You know spirit what, Patrick? I have to tell you. I rewatched it yesterday. It's still bad. Wow. How <laughs> bored were you? Do you have story? to rewatch Rocky, man?
0: That's <laughs> definitely not
1: a true story, but <laughs> it was a no great chance, fake story. Eh?
2: <laughs>
3: it's <laughs> not. That was a good pump
1: fake. It was a really good
2: it pump fake. He got you take. in the air. then. <laughs>
1: so, of course, today, guys, the episode, we're going to be talking a lot about the Michael Jordan episodes three and four, which I felt like were even better than one and two. I don't know how you guys felt. And then we're going to bounce around the Internet, as we always do, looking at some of the funniest stuff that popped up today. There is some news with the Nuggets that we're going to push back a little bit, um, and then at the end of the show, we're going to play the steps, so if you want to try to climb the steps, you're going to want to hop in the Nuggets Discord and then join um, when we put out the link. But first of all, so I thought episode three was pretty good. Episode four I thought was phenomenal, and like I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed the first week, but I enjoyed this week even more. What did you think, Patrick?
4: The the first two were were character development, right? We got a little Pippin, we got a little Jordan, yeah. And I know this one was Rodman, but the nice thing about that is he ties in so perfectly with the villains of the entire Bulls, yeah. you know, climbing up to that mountain. And it just ha, this shouldn't be a real story. How is this story real? Like Ron Harper <laughs> is on Cleveland that Jordan hits the shot yeah. against, and this is all backstory for what we're watching the last season, the last dance, and then we get crazy freaking Rodman. You know, yeah. with the Pistons, and then he ties in with Phil. Like, honestly, I'd never heard that much about Phil's playing days. I yeah. obviously I knew he was. I wanted more kind of counter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it
3: was great. Read his book. His book he goes into that a lot. It's really good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was it was rings? Didn't have yeah, two? the soul. Yeah, of have like,
0: what's the other one called? The Phil Jackson. I can't my oh, six one. months in Puerto Rico. <laughs> Dude, first this, of all, I was reading every it is a
4: every... different era now because, like, <laughs> when I was watching that. I was like, Man, you know, I don't think I would have had it in me to uh, to even try back then. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're gonna ship you down here. This is the beginning of your coaching career, yeah. But you know, it back, in, you know, Phil was stadium. all
1: about that though. Like, for him, it, I'm sure Sorry, it was no, like, did. I gotta to go to Puerto Rico. I never been, and back then, <laughs> Puerto Rico was even different, you know, so right, right, I don't know. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phil is great. So, you talked about as Rodman and Phil was this last episode, um, vote and Harrison. How much context did you have for Dennis Rodman? Like, what what was your impression of Dennis Rodman prior to last night?
3: He's the he's the dude with the hair and the dude with the surprising North Korean foreign relations. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, There's I, your that's really
4: he's going through a tough yeah. time right now. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. funny. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Dennis Rodman. He
3: <laughs> um, can't get any information. Just yeah, you, you always hate to lose a professional connection.
1: But what about, just as, <laughs> as far as a talent goes, like, what, what's your impression of Michael, of Dennis Rodman, the talent, Harrison, but prior so knew, to last night?
0: Yeah, I knew Dennis Rodman was obviously all about rebounding. I did have to go back and look at his basketball reference to just see how absurd the rebounding numbers were. I mean, yeah, this guy yeah. averaged 19 rebounds a game in 92 with the Pistons. Wow. <laughs> 18 in the next year, 17 in the next year. like It was absurd, uh, the numbers he was putting up. I did not know Dennis Robin was regarded as the all-around defender that everybody mm. talked about that he was in this documentary. Who, who, who was it that said he was the best defender he's ever seen? Uh, so I, I knew he was the rebounder. I didn't know he was the all-around defender
1: was it Larry Bird Cause was it was somebody talking about him guarding Larry Bird right they're like nobody shut down Larry and he was shutting down Larry or whatever mm-hmm. I also uh,
3: I wanted to ask you guys like the painting Rodman as a star like such a role player that he reached star level is that revisionist history or was that the perspective back then as well was he was he on that kind of level
4: I I, I honestly think the stardom came from his antics not not that he wasn't worthy of it but like sure. he he was doing the same stuff Laid in the Pistons run right, but we didn't really know him. And then you know you date Madonna, date Carmen yeah. Electra, you change your hair, <laughs> and, and then you're doing all the same crazy stuff. And you know at that point it's kind of hard to ignore. Um, anyway,
2: we call that that's the Kyle Kuzma effect.
4: When you go <laughs> you, go, yeah, you go to the though.
2: Lakers and then everybody knows you, but they shouldn't. I, I didn't
4: know who Birdman was until he uh, was uh, much more colored. hundred like. percent, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I mean, uh, you know,
2: tattooing, yeah. <laughs> that's, Rocky
4: we,
1: was was for real weird, though, because I do feel like even Birdman a little bit, like Birdman, I think, is actually weird as well. But there's a little bit of a, like, winking at yourself, you know, kind of a, like, right. how wacky am I? And with Kuzma, 100%. That's, like, all there is. I'm sure Kuzma's actually a super normal dude. And, yeah. and
2: maybe
1: – oh, no, man. I, don't, I think Kyle Kuzma – Well, I just,
2: like, I, I just think he's, like, uh, super-duper insecure, right? So I guess in that in that Kuzma? sense, he's like – yeah. You think oh yeah. So? Oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. What
1: I'm saying is, I don't know that Kuzma's an eccentric, right? Like, feel <laughs> that's what like I mean. He still think, wants to be cool. And I, I think he's overcompensating. Cared. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Some, somehow. Or...
4: Somehow, Rodman showing up like in a wedding dress just on a Tuesday wasn't as weird then as it is now. Like, I don't know <laughs> how. Usually, it's the opposite way, you know. And it's like, oh, we were very conservative then, and now we're now you're kind of used to that. Watching this stuff over again. It, it strikes me as stranger because you're thinking about an all-time great team, maybe the all-time great team, and you're like – and also they had that guy. Remember he was just like naked <laughs> well, on his book and then he disappeared and, for a week.
2: And also it's like <laughs> you – you know, like nothing like that has happened since. There's not been like another player or another human right. frankly that's like – unless you're talking about like maybe Lady Gaga. Like <laughs> I don't know any other – Dennis Rodman comps culturally yeah. that we can draw. Lady Gaga. <laughs> well, maybe no,
0: Lady you're, Gaga you're, actually fits, you're, you're the second person I've heard compare Dennis Rodman to Lady Gaga. It's, I mean, it's,
2: <laughs> it's like pure specter.
0: He's like no, yeah.
1: But I feel that, I honestly think Lady Gaga, see, one of the things that we're taking away from this series, I think, is how authentic this team was. Like, they, they just come across as very authentic. They're not packaged. Even MJ at the time is like, because there weren't cameras in their face. and There wasn't 24-7 analysis, among many other things. And I think that's the thing with Rodman was, He for real was a weirdo. Oh, like he for real was a kind of a a different dude.
2: You could, you can't go to the levels he went and have it be artifice. I mean, there's just no, at a certain point, you're like, what am I doing? Like, (laughs) I'm the best defensive player in the NBA, and I just spray painted myself with gold (laughs) glitter. Like, I, what am I doing? He <laughs>
1: He is. He, so one thing I will say, though, about Rodman is, and it's funny, I was listening to Bill Simmons' podcast today, and he even put this on Twitter. He's like, is Rodman interesting? And I saw everybody just kind of, like, booed him. I was like, what the F are you talking about? Of course he is. But I actually kind of see Bill Simmons' point in this one way. I think to people like Vogt and, and Harrison getting their first look at him, it's like, yeah, this guy's super interesting. And, like, there are parts of him that are very interesting but it's not like he's not Andy Warhol, right? Like he's there's not this like super depth to him. He's just a weird dude, and like once you understand the weirdness, then he's just a guy that likes to go to North Korea and stuff. And, I don't and, know and that he
4: he's a genius. He enjoyed the show too, yeah, he's right? Not like a genius. Performance art was like his thing. Like he, it's not like yeah. he wasn't aware he was putting on a show. Right. Like walking out to that motorcycle with people around, you know, drinking genius, the beer, right. and then getting genius. on, leaving, and cranking it up, like. You know, I'm not saying that wasn't him, but he also wanted to put on a show that he had a performance he's, quality.
2: He's Yeah, he's definitely like – he is especially not a genius. He just is uh, – <laughs> like, he just sort of like found a lane where he could just – it's like people whose personalities are – where or like their sense of humor is like putting on a wig and they're like, <laughs> like is this hilarious <laughs> guy? And you're yeah. like, uh,
1: but so for example, to compare him to another nineties icon, my, I think Mike Tyson is genuinely fascinating. Like one of the oh, most interesting people on earth. And Rodman is not that right. Like Rodman is the same type of face tattoo guy, but he's not, I don't, I don't know. There's not the depth. So in that regard, I understand it. And if you've already heard all the Rodman stories, you didn't really learn anything new. Did you learn anything new about Rodman last night, Patrick?
4: No, I don't think I, – well, I didn't know that – I honestly did not remember that he disappeared. I was trying to remember if they downplayed that and they told the media for a while, yeah, we're, he's on a break, he's on injured reserve or something. Because I did not remember that he was – I remembered he was gone for parts of the season. I didn't remember oh, that yeah. they like, didn't know where he was. And they were like, <laughs> hey, he was supposed to be back three days ago. But And I'm also – the thing I'm most fascinated by from this whole series, I, I really, really now want to know – what MJ found in his bed. When he said, oh, I in got this is a Carmen Electra. What? No, <laughs> like, I'm oh, not gonna yeah, tell you. But I do have this bed.
1: great story here. Uh it's gonna you can unmute
5: yourself once I click it. Mm. He didn't come back on time. Ready to go get his ass out of bed. It, and I'm not gonna say what's in his bed and where he was and blah, blah, blah.
0: There's a knock on the door. It's Michael Jordan. <laughs>
3: <laughs> She's gonna say it though. <laughs> she has no issue saying it.
0: So did you guys see the, the conflicting <laughs> report, though, about how they actually picked him up out of Chicago <laughs> and not Florida. Vegas?
3: Oh, really? Did you guys catch really? that? Really? Uh-uh. Yeah.
0: No. So uh, the story is that he was in Vegas, but he came back to Chicago and was having, like, a staycation. And they actually got him in Chicago.
4: This whole documentary is called into question. I don't believe anything now. Yeah. <laughs> up is down, left is right. It's really
2: funny. Can you imagine, like, um, just shenanigans you pulled? How how many years ago now are we talking about twenty plus and yeah. you get called on them and it becomes part of the news cycle twenty oh, yeah. plus years later? Yeah, like, so
0: as I, so I was thinking about this Rodman sabbatical, LeBron James did the same thing in oh, my totally. a couple
3: of years ago, just without
0: like the going to Vegas. He just went yes. to Miami.
3: Same thing feels different. Yeah. He, did, he, did, he, did, the 20, he did the
0: 2019 version of Rodman. Remember
4: when they went looking for LeBron and Wade was hiding under a
0: sheet? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want to get him in trouble. Um,
3: They're like, we, we just couldn't get him to stop working out. It's not quite the same <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this, this is really like your cool. beloved Giants. Uh, Brendan. Where did Jokic OBJ. go? If he
1: was to take a 72-hour like getaway. Saw so- <laughs> so- <laughs>
2: He yeah, just it going, no, but, anyone.
1: It's like all flight time. If you're he would just school. go to like a
2: horse ranch. What are you Kentucky, talking about? He <laughs> just,
4: Kentucky Downs. You would just
2: find him in stables tending to horses.
4: Hey, yeah. who, who tweeted out that uh, Dennis Rodman invented load load management? Did you guys see that <laughs> no, one? I just no, <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh so hard. I thought that was the funny. I can't remember who did it, though. It was the funniest thing.
1: I'm telling you, man. I think it, we laugh, but maybe there is something too. like, Jokic has a little Rodman in him. Like, there is a little... I don't think he's, like, a crazy, you know, doing... No, I made that
3: that comparison, too, yeah.
1: Like, he's the just the whole... He's not... He breaks the mold of what a typical NBA player is, so maybe you just need to be like, right. yo, Yoke needs two weeks, bro. <laughs> like, we
3: just He also sees the whole machine outside of the actual basketball part as bullshit, as a circus. And
1: that brings so... us to what's maybe the most interesting thing about him is we, he's not a genius or this, like, you know, performative artist 24-7, but Jordan went out of his way he only defends two people really like ever scotty and really he defends uh rodman quite a bit and he even called him one of the smartest players he's ever played with which again goes counter like i think i think that's the thing about rodman is he's one of the best defenders the best rebound think about if you broke every skill down how many guys are the best at two things like almost
4: none does this does this make you rethink at all We, we always think about jordan and kobe on the, but you better have worked as hard as they did, right? And I, and I think that's still true. But do you ever think, like, okay, occasionally somebody comes along, Michael's about winning, Kobe would be about winning. If you can get it done and you're still getting it done, all right, you're not coming to practice or you're not playing hard in practice. I think the minute you don't show up on the court for a game, like, yeah. Dennis, you yeah, know, yeah, screwed yeah. up and got ejected, then he'd be mad. But it kind of makes me feel like now – you know, if you suck, no matter how hard you work, Jordan's still gonna hate you. Dude, you know, I'm like, telling you, you like Jordan, earn this, his respect back. It wasn't working.
1: can help you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. Can
4: you help yeah. me or not? Yeah, it was Are the total. Effective? Yeah,
1: it was. Everybody gets a score, and it's your total score. If you're right. if you're good, yeah. only <laughs> if you work hard. But Rodman's like, no, you're good enough whether you work hard or not. Like yeah. he's useful. This guy's yeah.
2: okay. F you,
1: f you. You're okay. Yeah. You're
2: all right. Adam, I can't yeah. believe you didn't play the, uh, we're talking about practice drop. What's wrong with you?
1: Oh, I don't have that drop yet. What's wrong, wrong with bad. you, man? I know, well, you know, I'll have to take an L.A. game. I-,
0: I thought that part Not where today, Robin buddy. Was... <laughs> <laughs> but
2: well, ill but still it. That's I'll a little take. late, but it's fine.
0: <laughs> I thought that part where Robin was talking about how he practiced rebounding and just like yeah. how he was kind of acting out, how he would practice where each player's shot would go and just really study it. I thought that was just, like, awesome. I could have watched that for, for, like, five minutes. The best rebounders
3: ever talk about it in ways that we wouldn't even think about, right? Kevin Love had a great interview as well a a while back about just the angles he looks at and takes to the ball. And, you know, that's think about a guy like Love who was not the freak athlete that Rodman was. Um, You know, he's a workhorse mostly, but Love is not like a guy that gets very high off the ground. Yet he's one of the best rebounders in the NBA year after year. Yeah, like, this is a skill set. This is an art, right. you know. So,
1: mm-hmm. also that th- brings us to another point about his athleticism because the story about him going on that bender and then coming back and just being faster than everyone like is and kind how of an all-timer. He? Huh? he was in and his thirties. He was not. Right? He was, not, yeah. he was, he yeah. was older
4: yeah. than Jordan. I know that.
1: And he comes like. in off of like seven days of drugs and alcohol,
0: and just <laughs> is like you know what, I'm going to just beat everyone. You, yeah, you, you have to run. Out <laughs> You did did you guys that see that what he was wearing wear. when he walked into yeah, practice that day? He no. was wearing like pajama pants. <laughs> yeah. But that Jordan story oh.
3: was so dope about the Indian sprints and how they were just like he was ready oh, yeah. to be slowed down and then he couldn't keep up with them. It's like yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <this> <laughs> look at this, this guy so is interesting. This is one man. of the all-time a... great NBA photos of him yeah. diving that, after this. That is ball.
4: incredible, and there's 15 of those for Rodman, but that also is performance art like oh, this, oh like this, he could have easily this, got the ball could have gotten to a lot of balls <laughs> and he wanted take. to go full extension and i'm not saying he never saved him but it was more important to superman yeah for Gen- you know what i mean you know this, what he's like the he's ultimate champion, champion. he's holding the ball out you know and come down with it and it was it was for um, certain
1: types of players i appreciate it like okay Tori <laughs> craig does this a lot where it's like steals the rebound that clearly he didn't need to steal or whatever but there is something about like the Great Ones do have a flair for the moment in their role. And I think, like, LeBron yeah. has this. I think Kobe had that. I think Michael has it. Where they're like, we're out here to play a game, and it's all about winning and nothing else. But every now and then a moment creeps in for, like, a little bit of a show. I yeah. mean, Magic was the ultimate. But it was a little bit of a show. Right. And you milk it. You know, give the people what they want.
4: How, how so, great was it when that? there's a one clip, I feel like you'll probably remember it, where he and Michael come down and they both got the rebound. It's right after like he's come to ask for the cigar and he's really turned it up. And oh, they're yeah, both yeah. grabbing the ball yeah. and holding it. And then Michael just, let's go. Yeah, Robin looks at him, gives him the ball. It's
0: like, you're going to have the ball. I get the rebound. It's like a perfect, like, I give you this yeah. and I give it right
4: back. It was just oh, like that, a that was, uh,
0: I think that was in the stage of Rodman's career where he would get the ball, and you would probably know this, Patrick, better than I would, but he would get the ball on an offensive rebound from like three feet away, and he would have the chance to go up and he would just pass it out, like to make a point. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. all I do is rebound and defend. <laughs> That's all I do. Nobody can ever tell me I like overstep my boundaries. That's all I do. <laughs>
4: Did he throw his fist in the air and do a lap around all the players while the play was going on? Like, just do like one big circle? He was ridiculous. Doesn't he have.
3: He has like at least 4 games of 0 points and 20 plus rebounds. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it was 7
4: cuz I so think the, they said yeah, 7. The next most was 2. There's one other person I guess with 2, which is can be. His name is It's, volume, all one. It, it's, it's incredible, incredible how much he he's mirroring Jordan. I mean, almost in a weird way, right? Like Jordan leads the league 7 years in a row scoring title, right? 10 overall. Rodman leads the league 7 years in a row rebounding. Like neither of those things have been done. You know what I mean? Well, Wilt Chamberlain for seven. But, like, rare air, for sure. Um, And just same thing. Like, all of these games where no one else is even close. Like, you look at Jordan's 50-point games in the playoffs, and it's like he's got eight, right? And other than Wilt, nobody's got more than two. And one guy's got eight. And with Rodman, same thing you were just saying. 20-plus rebounds and no points, huh? So you and one other guy did it a couple times. Like,
2: that's just It shows you, though, like, uh, what the concept of – chemistry means like you have somebody that does one thing you have somebody that does one thing like and this is where we should that's why it's like the the, the best team of all time is it comes as a result
1: a hundred percent and this brings me back to the conversation we were having the other day about Barkley versus Draymond and how everybody was like kind of shitting on me for having that take but you know what that 96 through 98 Bulls team had either the best or second best player of, of the last 30 years uh, Pippen, who was, like, one of, if not the best defenders in the league at the time and a, one of the most all-around players. Rodman, the m- best rebounder. Like, they had guys that were so great at their narrowly defined roles. Mm-hmm. And then you had the star. And it's like, man, that's what I'm talking about. Guys that accept and embrace and dominate at their role is so much better than guys that can do everything but at a poor level or at a medium level or even at Swiss a good, but Knights, not yeah. great level.
3: Right. Exactly. Right. So I mean, sure. there's just a threshold and you just – Have to have an awareness of like where you are in that place because eventually, like the the some the furthest end of the spectrum is like Demar Derozan, right? Who plays like a superstar, is good enough to get that contract. But God, if that's the number one star on your team, you are screwed, right? Um, Right. And and so or and even more to your point, I already have two stars. I need a third best player. I want it to be Rodman over a guy who scores twenty a game all day. Yeah.
1: I think there's even a, live, a level of Charles Barkley to this, and look, I don't know his career well enough to like really go in on this, but I do think there was something, too. Barkley always had, you know, was always wanting to be the guy. He had, his team in Phoenix was really good. Was there a level to him that was like, yeah, like 20% less of me doing the thing I love, 20% right. more of me doing the thing <clears throat> I hate, and that's how we win, and...
4: I don't know. I just, yeah, when I was a kid growing up, I remember thinking like, and just because you thought of Barkley as this great rebounder and you thought of Rodman as this great rebounder, and I remember thinking, I'm, I'm talking when I was like maybe 12, 13 years old. Man, that Bulls team was just the best team. But what if you could have substituted Barkley, you know, for Rodman? You'd, right. be, add, you'd be adding points to the rebounding, right, exactly. and that like couldn't have yep. been more off. You know, I was just like, right. oh, he get 20 and 10, like 20 right, rebounds. You'll right. also get you 20. It's not pounds. how it works. Yeah, it's just looking. It might, at it might have worked. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mike, look, right? they, they may have still won, but, I just, but it's just like you would never want to substitute that. You had the perfect yeah. fit. I mean, even yeah. Golden State was so overpowering the last five years. It's once you bring in KD, Kevin Durant, yeah. I mean, not not that you know, that's an embarrassment. Well, at, of at a certain point, yeah, and, talent. And, point. Embarrassment <laughs> of riches. But, but all I'm saying is, like, they can't all three be involved to the maximum. I'm talking about Clay stuff and right. KD every night. Like, some guys are just gonna have to step back and kind of not do their special thing.
3: Or certain. like, well, if, yeah. if right, Rodman uh, needed the ball anymore, or if Draymond needed yeah. the ball anymore, right? It wouldn't work. Right. 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 Exactly. Sorry. Go ahead.
4: Ben, ben oh. Wallace was kind of this way too, right? Like, he's just the guy who got all the rebounds. Oh for, yeah, and defended right, everybody. Yeah, like, and, yeah, and guarded everyone. Like a hundred percent.
1: And but. Yeah. Again, the Pistons team was the champion with no stars, right? And it's like, okay, oh, right. that was the starless. Right. Thing. But, if, but no, <laughs> they had guys that were stars in the role that they were in. Yeah.
2: If Dennis Rodman was on the Nuggets, though, would we complain about how he was messing up the spacing because no, no. one was no he'd one was be trusting can, his he'd three be point?
1: Free. Yeah. Oh, because actually, that's like one of the clearest indicators of a healthy Jokic offense is how well they rebound the ball. So I I think it would, I I think it could be very very good. And Rodman, look. Rodman and Jokic, I can't prove this. I think they would get along. I just <laughs> think they're on the same wavelength. Well, but <laughs> you,
2: you don't think that he would uh, sort of take the role like a supercharged Tory Craig where he's out on the wings and, and we all get mad yeah. that, because no one trusts his three-point shot?
1: The difference
4: between
0: they, those two oh, guys dude, is they you can have... do
1: their job. One of them can do their yeah. job. They would get along very very a level. lot
4: better than David Robinson and uh and Roger Nero. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> couldn't have had a more awkward
0: like well, the, the, literally character.
4: the choir boy, you know what I mean, who's gonna work every day, and Dennis
0: Rodman. Hey guys, before we get back to the show, a lot more Jordan Doc talk. We got the steps upcoming as well. The official beer of DNVR needs your help. Just as you guys have been supporting us in this time continuing to listen to the show watching the show buying subscription we've had a bunch of people buy lifetime subscriptions to dnvr which has been pretty cool please still support breck brewery the official beer of dnvr their farmhouse is still open you can get awesome food straight from the farmhouse delivered right to your door you can also pick up from the farmhouse and get five dollars off your meal when you use code dnvr call them up at 303-803-1380 from 12 p.m to 8 p.m for pickup and like i said you guys can get five dollars off when you use the code dnvr just mentioned dnvr you can also get beer delivered from the farmhouse as well the avalanche the cardinal core the hot peak ipa the vanilla porter jr all your favorites of course strawberry sky also, if you're looking to track down Breck Brews around you, don't forget about the Breck Brew Beer Locator. It's on BreckBrew.com. You can locate wherever the beer is that you want any given night around Denver, around the greater metro area, wherever you might be. Also, guys, I know I've been talking about WGT for these last couple of weeks. You want to get involved and sign up for WGT right now. We're gonna start having tournaments. We're gonna start organizing WGT tournaments. You guys against us, DNVR members against DNVR members on classic courses like Pebble Beach, St. Andrews. I can't wait, this is gonna be so much fun. WGT, it's an awesome phone game. I'm not a big phone game guy, but WGT is super realistic. 20 million players around the world play WGT. You can golf on your favorite courses. And the best thing about it, or at least my favorite thing about it, is you can play other DNVR members. You can play us online if you want to add me up on WGT. My username is winddnvr, W-I-N-D-D-N-V-R. How you sign up, go to dnvrgolf.com, download the WGT golf app from there today. That's really important. You got to go to dnvrgolf.com and download the WGT golf app from there. There's a special link in there got to go to dnvrgolf.com then join the dnvr clubhouse and stay tuned because we're gonna be having tournaments where you can dominate us in virtual golf
1: well, quickly let's i guess we talked about phil now we've talked about rodman let's move on to the uh, the main talking point here which is michael jordan and <laughs> this one i think patrick and i talked last night as soon as this thing was over we called each other and t- to me my number one fear and it's still a little bit my fear but my number one fear from this documentary was that we weren't gonna get the real MJ. We were gonna get MJ telling MJ's myth, right? Right. And we do get that a little bit. Let's not let's not pretend we don't. Otherwise, evidence A is the fact that Jerry Krause has no defense of himself. Obviously, he was actually himself.
3: very
4: tall. He wasn't even short. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right. No, but he, there's
1: nobody like that's really speaking up for Jerry Krause. We're just get to right. bash this dude, you know, whatever. So those things happen. But I told Patrick this last night. I felt like I saw in these last two episodes, more of Michael Jordan than I'd ever seen in all the cool. interviews I've ever seen. And it's not that he did anything cool, but just like this interview here, I'll play the entire clip. Just this interview alone just gives, first of all, it gives you 20 of the best faces, like subtle little faces <laughs> you'll see all year. But also it just, you the, the beast comes out. It comes out from- This in, is Isaiah. Talking
4: about
5: the walk-off. Well, I know it's all bullshit.
4: Look at Whatever it, look he around, says
5: man. now, you know it wasn't his true actions then. He's you know, it's so time mad. to not faking it. he's not faking Or the reaction of the public finger. that's kind of changed his perspective of
2: it. Uh, yeah. yeah. I want, I want Jordan want. to chug that glass of tequila right me here. You and <laughs> <laughs> so he the asshole. The
0: way they definitely got him drinking. You know what? You know what?
4: Did anybody see the John Sally interview after this? where John Sally apparently for the first time ever was like, he was like, I'm going to give it up. I've I've never been one to say it. I've always stuck with magic. He's like, I think Jordan's the greatest player. Of course, I didn't say it for the longest time because I'm a Piston. But he made a point that I do think it's true. He said, Jordan doesn't – let me finish this whole thought because everyone's going to disagree at first. But Jordan doesn't hate us as individuals. He hates the Pistons as the team that stood in his way. He said he's friends with a ton of us. But my extra thought to that is he absolutely hates Lambeer. And yeah, yeah. He, he absolutely hates Isaiah Thomas. There are Yum. two guys on that team that he, to this day he, he uh-huh. would want to fight, right? Uh-huh. And everybody else is like, you know, J- Joe Dumars, I can't believe they didn't show it on the dock. but Dumars stayed behind and shook hands when everyone yeah. else walked off. They didn't show that at all. Like Jordan always said how yeah. much he respected that because he had shook his hand every time they lost. But man, does he hate Isaiah. And man, does he hate <laughs> Lambeer. I mean, they're not even like touching on Lambeer. Like he's hated Lambier since like day one in the yeah. league. So anyway. But, I mean,
1: those guys did try to hurt him
4: in particular. (laughs) This is why I said this should be a made-up story. They they are the ultimate enemy. If you're going to root for a team with the most charismatic star of all time that everyone's behind, give them uh, the meanest team that wins by roughing people up and dirtying the game up for for three years, right, that you just can't get past. Have them lose in a game seven where Michael's sidekick that he's relying on gets a terrible headache. I'm not downplaying the headache, but can't play, can't go. (laughs) You're not. They still almost win. Michael
1: is. He's
3: like, now I'm not going to argue.
1: When they talk about Scotty having a migraine.
3: (laughs) He's like, (laughs) I "I could (laughs) argue.
4: I can't be in I guess he had a migraine.
3: (laughs) I'm not going to say he didn't have (laughs) it. Some people can't
4: play with the flu. Some people can't play with the flu when you feel terrible. I'm surprised look at this face oh my god <laughs> these faces are just all timers you know, man you know what
2: you know what i think it is with isaiah thomas is that <laughs> <laughs> that,
4: that one should be deleted that's a,
2: but, uh, <laughs> but isaiah thomas like i think mike mj always thought that they were like you know that there was that mutual respect and that when isaiah showed that he didn't give the respect to michael jordan that he thought he deserved or obviously deserved it, it's like having a falling out with a friend all of a sudden
4: like i'm sure
2: like i'm sure they've like never he was like oh well i guess f you forever
4: well well, also you you know how bad it destroyed mj the way he was not to not to beat them and the fact that like he said he was like i shook their hands every time and then wanted to murder people every every Mm -hmm. time we were done and then to have that after you sweep them and you're finally going to win just walk off i I mean you know obviously that he's not going to forgive that the way the way he's wired but um but
3: I, Patrick, I love your points about MJ's story, and it's one of my favorite things about juxtaposing LeBron and, and MJ. Not to say who's better or what, but the MJ story is like scripted to a T. Like you couldn't oh, yeah. write a better story. Yeah. And it's one thing that I've always found interesting about watching LeBron is like, well, if I was writing this, like who would write that he has to play with all those players and that he loses the first three or four times? And oh, yeah. Like there was something compelling about LeBron – I'm not saying he's better at what, but having to maybe climb some steeper mountains and, and yeah, yeah. not getting there so many times. And and that sure. happened to MJ, too. But there is a, a perfect Hollywood kind of, you know, well, MJ, bow on MJ's story. Patrick and I
1: have talked about this a lot. <clears throat> MJ's yeah. story really is the perfect Hollywood story. And I think that's part yeah. of the mystique around him is one. Yeah. He's good looking yeah. and charismatic and he scores the points like it'd be magic yeah. past the ball. Right. Like it, that was his gift. And, right. you know, different things like scoring is just sexier. And then right. on top of that, yeah, the whole he got beat down by these historic teams that were evil and then climbed the mountain and <laughs> yeah. never never gave it up. Jor- it like,
4: Jordan's is so script. You can you can grind Jordan's down to we're all five years old in the driveway for the first time. What are you doing? You're, you're shooting shots, right? Like, all respect to Dennis, you're not practicing your rebounds then, right? So, like, right. it becomes that you're practicing hitting the game-winning shot. That was one of Jordan's great abilities. Then there's the evil team. And then even, man, even Magic being the one to pass the torch to him, right? It, it's almost like... I don't know. I don't yeah, know how that yeah. all lined up that
2: way. And don't you think some of it is, like, because of the way that Jordan went about his business? He sort of just, like, was on a path and slowly got better and better and better and better, and once he hit the, the zenith, like, he, he just couldn't be knocked off. Like, that's... And LeBron just kept starting a story over. Like, he mm-hmm. went That's to Miami. He, he yeah. ripped the beta. Yeah. If, Le- if LeBron had then gone back to Cleveland, won the title and then just rode off into the sunset, we would have been like, wow, that was a Hollywood ending. Like
0: right, he, right. Himself,
2: right. Yeah, yeah. he himself became the villain, came back to being the savior. And then, but then he like went kind of like villain again, but now he's like, it's like flaccid villain, like nobody cares. Like, you know,
3: <laughs> I'm just saying there's like a sort of like unpredictability to LeBron's that's like different. Whereas yeah. Jordan's, I, I'm not saying anything's better or worse. So there's just something interesting about the way Jordan's like you guys said is like, I would reject that script. I would be like yeah. too corny, yeah, yeah, yeah. too on the nose. I don't believe it. Le-
1: LeBron it exists LeBron, in the 90s more than it exists yeah, in, 20, for sure. in the 20 teens where that's we true. just want to hate everything. And every hero has like some... Quality that's dark about him. Right, the, the, right.
4: the Hollywood part of LeBron, <laughs> honestly, is the beginning and getting being the chosen one, getting drafted number one, and going to your home, not hometown. Hometown. But home oh yeah, like, for sure. That story was already written, so I think when that got knocked off, it's sure. kilter, like LeBron could be easily head and shoulders the greatest player of all time, and I still think that part works against him. It, yeah. it, like it just in people's minds, because it's yeah. not LeBron's fault if a team broke up quicker than the Bulls were able to keep it together or, you know, reboot with Rodman. That that has nothing to do really with Jordan, you know, as, as great as he was, much as much as he faced who was in front of him and sees the moment. So that's that's just one of those things where it's like LeBron lived real life. Jordan lived this. I mean, there was a lot of hurdles, but he lived this sure, sure. fantasy, like almost, you exactly. know, I mean, even social media being not social media, but, like, just the way things were covered, it was just enough globally to make Jordan the biggest star we'd ever seen. Like, he he couldn't have been as big five years before, and he would have been uncovered a little more five years later. Like, I mean, even with the Wizards, he was uncovered. Like, it's almost like he was pinned in to this time where it worked for him you know mm-hmm. and didn't work against them at least there's,
1: there's this thing in this i think it's outliers the malcolm gladbook's book where he talks about how all of the richest people in history exist within like four different eras so you have like the rockefellers and yeah. jp morgan's that all were like within 10 years right. of each they're other. at the then ground have, level then you have the bill Gateses and and steve jobs of the world like if you just happen to come in at the point in time where these industries are emerging, that turn out to be mega, it could be. And I think with Jordan, it was exactly what you just said. it came but, in but, exactly at the right moment for you to be. But some a of that is like, icon.
2: but like some of that, is not not so much with say the Rockefellers, but like Bill Gates, for example. Like he created that thing, which then propelled him yeah, into that. And Jordan, like Jordan's greatness allowed. Yeah, but Jordan's greatness allowed the sport to grow to such a point where it could be. Yeah, but Magic could and Larry, be at that level. There's they, no Jordan they, they without both,
1: Magic and Larry. They, they, they elevated the league. Yeah, yeah. They both have to happen. But I, they didn't have. I'm the, not saying it.
2: I'm not trying yeah. to discredit Jordan. No, no, course, no. no. I'm just. Jobs. I'm saying like. Uh, I'm not saying it's. <laughs> I just. I don't think it's. I don't think it's as just. Uh, uh, I don't think he's just such a. I don't know. You know, it's like a factor like, of circumstance. Like, I think he, he wrote his own story a lot more than we're giving him credit here.
4: I, I agree with that. I, I'm not trying to take any credit away, but I think it's a lot like Pippin, where I always feel like no matter what, I'm overrating or underrating Pippin. I can't yeah, yeah. ever feel it because I do not think, you know, with his own team, he, he's the guy we think, oh, if Jordan hadn't been around. He would have been this guy. But I think he's the best secondary running mate maybe right. ever right but but those are two different skills it's not sure. like oh yeah you no know, you just plug him in and he's a winner and people underrated him it's like it's just hard to quantify that in some ways you know what i mean and with jordan it's the same thing all you can do is is run your race and the things that are in front of you can try to conquer them and he right. did that probably better than anyone And you could argue like a bill russell you know what i mean <laughs> with like a different yeah. era and stuff what? but but some of the circumstances but be. there's what, differences
3: what? to like just in terms of narrative power to like oh, oh man like Who's going to be the third wheel? Like, Jordan needs a little bit of help the way all players do. Yes. Dennis Rodman, Phil Jackson, this is awesome. LeBron, it's like Mike Brown and Antoine Jameson. And we're like, dude, yeah. is this really how yeah. his career is going yeah. to go? Like, this is terrible. Yeah. Good, ahead, good.
1: Ahead. I was going to say, well, you got to keep it moving a little bit here. But one of the things um, you always heard about Michael, and you really heard about this from Kobe copying Michael of what an asshole he was. And I always thought the stories we know about punching Kerr and this or that, I was always like, that doesn't make him an asshole. Like, he's a competitive guy or whatever. Watching well, it makes this, him an asshole. No, 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 no. Assault is First of all, first of all, everybody has either punched or been punched by their friend, in my opinion. I just, like, everybody, especially when you're talking about, like, competitive sports or this or that, like...
2: I don't there's know if you can say a fact and then follow it my, in my opinion.
1: On any competitive team, there are really competitive yeah. moments where there's sure, confrontation, sure, and course, I just yeah. feel like, oh, my God, he punched Steve Kerr. People act like it's the biggest deal. I'm like, dude, I'll bet you 50% of NBA teams have had a punch. Oh, yeah. At somebody For at the sure. yeah. Kerr said there
4: were three, three of those a year. Kerr said it was a big story because yeah. it was Jordan. He's like, but we had three of those a year, and they weren't sure, all mine. Sure. And he's but why Here's where I was
1: going to go with it is watching this – I totally see why he's an asshole. Like, there are some yeah. parts about it. He can't – he reminds me a lot of of um, Bobby Axelrod in Billions. They, like, one of the lines they write about him is that he doesn't just want to win. He has to kill. Like, he has to, like, completely – like, and I feel like that was – we hear those stories right. about MJ, but you totally see it. When he's sitting there and what's the rookie's name that he's talking about drinking and going out all the time? What what was his name? Was it
0: Burrell? Burrell. Burrell, Burrell. Yeah, he wasn't been, a rookie, but it was his first year on the ball.
4: Berating oh, him.
1: Oh, when he's just berating him, <laughs> can't there's stop. like twelve opportunities for him to quit and it to be like, okay, you went a little far, but whatever. You, look, if you just guys, keep going. You guys know <laughs> <You're>
4: like, this <laughs> this story may come up in the so sorry if I'm spoiling anything, but you know Burrell was just after Jordan for like a full year to play him one on one, just constantly challenging. Do you guys know this story? <laughs> no, just constantly challenging challenging him. And then Jordan like Jordan's whole thing was like it wasn't just enough to like beat him, right? Like once he beat him he was like he's like, "Oh yeah, you want to play me because you can tell your grandkids, oh, I beat Michael Jordan." If you happen to win, he's like, "What what what am I going to tell? Him? Oh, I beat Scott burrell Like he had to <laughs> yeah. like demoralize like it's not worth it to me to play you, right? It wasn't enough to just beat him, be like, "No, I'm still the best." He had to like tell him this isn't worth anything to me. Like yeah, you're yeah. not you're not worthy of like this battle. But, What's but the JC line
1: if 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 Get me, you're famous. I get you, you're ba- uh, brainless. What's the line? I'm fucked this up. So I'm not, really not cool enough. Anyway, yeah, you first shoot time quoting Jay I know Jordan.
4: <laughs> That's all I know. No, but you you were saying like get on my you're...
1: level, Eric. You don't know hip hop, dude. Come on, man. I
2: don't know what you're talking about. Whatever you did was just now was not hip hop. Don't you feel like though he's he's oh, he, like that particular hey, thing this. also. We, got,
1: we have a we have a fan. <laughs> a fiker. A fiker. Well, five, a
2: fiker.
3: A thiker's a thiker definitely 12. found. Yeah, a... there were several fikers out there. He had to. <laughs> well, when you're not a very big fan of someone, it's imperative that you spend your time consuming their content. So good on you, fiker. <laughs> well done.
1: Come
4: hang out or again, buddy. Good. good to see you. <laughs> so, uh, same as Rodman, don't you kind of feel like with the Jordan punch thing that, like, you, you can't take people in slices, right? They're, they're, everybody's like a full human being, and, like, you kind of take the good with the bad, right? You're going to get that fire that's sometimes going to burn you. Ultimately, you're like, oh, we got a lot of championships. Same thing with Rodman, right? Sometimes he's going to go to Vegas or maybe Chicago with Carmen Electra, <laughs> and then other times he's going to get you 20 rebounds. So, I think, yeah, like, that, yeah. there is a balance, I think, to all this stuff. so.
1: Um, okay. The last thing I'll say, Horace Grant had the line of the entire oh. the entire show, straight up bitches. <laughs> I'm
4: not sure, like it was that one's so gonna live good. forever.
1: <laughs> Jeremy Grant's uncle, everybody. Um, all right, let's bring us start bringing some guests on. Um, first one in the queue here is Jordan. Jordan, what's going on? Long long time okay. listener, long time caller. Oh, yeah. Jordan. Yeah, I think it's
5: um, time on. I can go with the one
1: name this time. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Jordan. Yeah, we We're have on Jordan on to discuss bases. Jordan. Um,
5: <laughs> so, I.
1: My number one question, actually, Patrick, I want to ask you this. Where the hell's Coach?
4: Thanks for being on, Jordan. I'm going to take this one. <laughs> well, I'm just going to no, no, him. him but... Coach is going to be a focus on this thing. You know he is. They got six episodes left, right? Like, we're going to hear all about how Jordan hated that Coach couldn't dribble with his right hand. It's going to be all over. <laughs> even though Coach was great, right? It's going to yeah, yeah, it.
1: yeah. Um,
4: it's interesting that he's not along. But here's what
1: I wanted to ask you, Jordan, why I brought you on or start bringing guests on so we combined girls can you, um can we sorry girls are getting crazy over psyched. here <laughs> dad's about to come out <laughs> <laughs> um the uh god i lost my trade of thought here the uh, oh no 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 the Nuggets. so we watched the 2009 nuggets and i think it was such a stark contrast to watching our nuggets you know now and being like wow they really do need the enforcer and there's some kind of leadership that the nugget there's a vacuum there that this current nuggets team has and then watching this And just seeing the charisma and toughness and intensity to him, to me, like the whole montage of like MJ decided to get bigger and like, all right, now he's working out and this or that and all that. I think contrasting both the 2019 and this Jordan doc, and then looking at this Nuggets team, you go, man, they really do need some more seasoning and some leadership and some toughness. Like, it's just very clear. This Nuggets team, do you feel this way at all? Jordan?
3: I would say, yeah. I mean, I'm, I wish what we had from the Nuggets was the Nuggets we saw a couple of years ago that was just fun and lots of ball movement and um, that, I mean that's kind of what pushed them in that run that almost made the playoffs a couple of years ago and then we haven't really seen it since but it seems like we're not going to get that back so we do kind of need some more of that toughness and
5: somebody yeah. to come in and make their presence felt I guess is a good way to put it I that's
1: it is true. It, you may bring up that Game 82 loss because it was a storyline all of last season. Like, the guys brought it up a lot. They talked about it a lot as a driving force. And it reminds me of the Game 7 Pistons loss in a way where it was like they had a thing to be
0: like, fuck, man, this hurts. And I this year just did feel a little bit like they didn't. Do you, do you Shouldn't a Game nation? 7 loss against Portland have been that same thing, though? Yeah. I mean, like... What else could you have asked for? A Game 7 loss in the Western Conference Finals? A Game 7 loss in the Finals? It's I feel so like that should have had that. the same effect.
2: It's so unfair, though, to judge this poor Nuggets team who was on pace to at least tie what they did last year. And we didn't get a C. See- I mean, everybody has the... I mean, every season you have that that period of swoon. We just never saw them, like, super fiery. But we did We did get, like, some really amazing stretches out of this team. I, I just hate that we yeah, are in-, in this really incomplete... I mean, we've talked about this a bunch, but the team receives an, an incomplete for the season, mm-hmm. but we have to look at it as though it was a failure because they didn't win, right. but nobody won. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they
3: don't have lose. identity anymore because they kind of yeah. had that identity of the past happy team, and then we've kind of seen bits of, like, a defensive
2: team, but then that's faded each yeah, they, We we, we, saw, we found the limit with that pass-happiness. I mean, it, it got them to lose in the last game of the season and not make the playoffs, you know? So their offense was was humming along at a certain point, but they weren't a complete team. Like, mm-hmm. I think, like, where we left off, they, were, they seemed as though they were much more positioned to make a deeper run because they had more things working in their favor they weren't just yeah. reliant on being you know a finesse team all the time
1: i think that identity has a, a like a real thing about how fans engage with it like the more you have an identity the more success a season can feel like a success or whatever um and yeah i think the nuggets do sort of lack that identity right
3: now i think um, there's an important distinction to make though about the nuggets and their fight like the Nuggets do play hard. The Nuggets will climb into games that they have no business winning. You know, they had that yeah. great record on the second half of back-to-backs. So they absolutely need some of what we're describing. I think we would all agree. Um, but that's a, there's a different thing, I think. There's a difference between having a Kenyan who you just kind of know has your back, like in a, uh-huh. in a sort of physical manner, and then just thinking like, I don't know, we're soft, we're going to roll over. I don't think they're the latter. I just think they have a bunch of sort of timid, mild personalities. And having one dude that would just be like, you know, your antics aren't going to fly on our home court. Or if you mess with Yoke, we're going to put you flat on your back. I think it would go a long way.
1: Yeah. Um, Jordan, any other questions or anything you have about this? All right. Oh, good stuff. I'm going to pull you off. I'm going to get Phil on here. Phil, the returning. Oh, yeah. oh he's back. Hey, <laughs> he's I'm not back. afraid not afraid He's, i like it i like it when they oh, fight back.
4: They bounce back
0: no that was embarrassing the other day patrick you left me just hanging there like a leaf in the wind
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I thought we were i thought we had something special you've been on every episode i've been here for you coming at me coming at me hot right. I, I actually
0: had to look up that stat i was it, you know it was closer than you would have thought it was only like a point and a half difference between those two
1: yeah, a, it was close. A it wasn't very, very close. Look, this was, was an unfair truth. question, Phil. It was an unfair question. But it's time to jump around the internet here. Um, let's take a look here. I found this hilarious. I- IT last night, I apparently got a ton of hate mail. Because people didn't realize he wasn't the old <laughs> Isaiah Thomas. <laughs>
4: It's Sometimes the internet just gives you a gift, man. That's, that's an absolute
1: gift. Imagine him last night with his phone just blown up and a man like, what the hell, guys?
4: <laughs> I like Jordan as much as you do. Yeah.
2: Which is with, like
0: uh, uh ten times more than our friend Matt Moore has to deal with whenever Matt Moore, the quarterback, <laughs> makes an appearance. Oh so, yeah.
2: when uh, Brandon Marshall, linebacker for the Denver Broncos, was in the league at the same time as Brandon Marshall, former wide receiver for the Denver Broncos and noted head case for the uh, yeah. Chicago Bears <laughs> would like do something like, and he was like making political statements and stuff and, and poor Brandon Marshall on the Broncos would just get hate mail did, it, uh, did, did you guys
4: uh, enjoy the moment where it. they, uh, they mentioned the uh, Denver Super Bowl uh, champion Denver? Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Was are, a, are you kidding? kidding? Yeah. yeah that, was, that, was, that was like nice a big mark memory.
0: in uh, Denver yeah. Twitter.
4: <laughs> yeah, we didn't
3: miss that patrick.
0: We I mean, didn't, like didn't miss a we made, yeah.
1: <laughs> You know what's funny? Is I would have legitimately b- been bummed if they were, if the clip was like, Told y'all Jaguars would get him. Like
4: I'd been yeah. so pissed if it was like a memory of the Broncos <laughs> getting got.
2: Um, you're like, LeBron, number
4: one, yeah. don't. <laughs> Jordan had money on the deck, man. He took money off his teammates for that.
2: And
1: then I just love him talking shit too. Like it's just I don't yeah. know. He just he just can't stop. It just, yeah.
3: He's client. It's crazy to me, Phil. He's so happy with winning a hundred dollars. It's like you are Michael Jordan. show it. Which which part of yeah. it is just stoked that he won? That's
0: it. It's because he's like, getting it over on his teammates. That's it's why. like uh, a right.
2: precursor to what Phil will be like when he once he wins one sticker pack. <laughs> yeah, for a month It'll be great. <laughs> um. So,
1: uh, let's take another. We have some other some other clips here. Another thing I was very surprised by, Patrick, and I guess I shouldn't be, but a lot of these young players. Clearly, have like no history of Jokic. So, for example, here, oh god, I just of Jokic, or I'm sorry, of Jordan. You just Jordan. get Jokic confused <laughs> with Jordan. It's too hard he's to he's do all state. of this shit at the same time. It is narcissism in the body, <laughs> you know. It's the same damn it. This is not
4: <laughs> 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 how long can it take? Adam, to figure I'll call out my a story. podcast buddy Kelly. Here we go. Here we go. I
1: got it. I got it. Are we good? So, this one had. I love Trey Young going. Wait, MJ had all these accomplishments in one season, as if he literally didn't know. I, this stuff just blows my mind. This is you talking young. about? Was it the '89 season the, the defensive yeah, player of the year, MVP, scoring yeah. title? It, it blows my you, mind that you know what's funny? Trae they didn't, didn't know this.
4: They didn't mention he was the scoring champ. I guess you already know that. But last night when they ran through those accomplishments, they were like, "You won everything," but they didn't mention the scoring champ, which he won yeah. every year also. So like, they left one off actually. That is so, funny okay. though. That people don't know. I thought everybody like, knew even him. It. Yeah, I thought
1: yeah. So too. Like I knew him. Hold on, no, thanks.
4: For the <laughs> like this stuff has lived longer than it even should have. You know what I mean? Like he's had more staying power. So you're oh, right. Totally. Kind of surprising that and people that hadn't him. seen him said I loved watching him. It's like you, you're yeah. not old enough to have seen him. And I, then, it, Donovan it Mitchell
1: like... asking? Oh, MJ? Did MJ have a trainer? Because like <laughs> Tim Grover is sort of like a big, pe- like it's a very yeah. well known trainer. Yeah. So it's again, it's another one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's Kobe's trainer and Dwayne Wade, and
2: it's weird it's just weird i didn't know that i didn't know that the thing is is like these guys know michael jordan as a concept you know like the the idea they know him as a myth and so to actually get the the details i mean that that sometimes escapes even you know like i know all about football and you talk about dan marino i don't know all of his stats like you know i don't know what everything he, he accomplished even though he was you know i was watching him at the time
1: phil did you know that michael jordan had a trainer and his name was tim grover
0: I, I did not. It, it, he, Kick him out. you know, <laughs> no. it like he never touched a weight before he, yeah. before that year, he
4: decided to get big. I mean, before he lost the pistons, was, pistons two times in a row, but no, no one did back then. That's the thing. Like, I mean, you, you really, the culture more. was just different, right? Like, Carl Malone lifted weights because he liked it, not because anybody. Right. If anything, they told him <laughs> to like chill out, some like not lift as right. much. You know, they just that just wasn't the thing back then. And also, what Rover pointed out something that I never really thought about, where he said. You know, it's very difficult for these guys to put on any weight when they're doing that much cardio. Yeah. And I was just, I don't even really ever think about that. I'm like, oh, just get in the gym this summer. You're an athlete. Yeah. You know, it's like they're still running like an incredible amount, especially in basketball. So,
0: and, no, there was always the myth of uh, it's going to mess up your shot. You don't want to lift right. too much. You don't want to get too big. Yeah. Right. Yeah. LeBron
3: yeah. LeBron was uh no weights um until I think his first Olympics and then he started lifting. I can't really? remember. But really? he, yeah, God, he was really? he was all plyometrics for the first Imagine like eighteen if, years of his life. If you was just perfect.
1: naturally it's Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both of them, really, yeah.
4: No, it's uh, uh it's pretty good. Yeah, it's crazy.
1: All right, I love this one. Um this was making the rounds the other day, but uh Look at the ref just dragging (laughs) Pippen off the
3: court. Are you kidding?
1: (laughs) You see this? Watch him. He goes down. Great game, guys. A very different game. Like I'm gonna give it to him. The game was tougher. Like, hey, dude, you're you're kind of uh, blocking the the court here. You know, that, you know who would have appreciated that?
0: You know who would have appreciated that? The fact that that's Joey Crawford kindness? makes it so much better. Carmelo Anthony would have gonna...
2: appreciated that level of kindness rather than just be left for dead in the middle of a lane. Like, if a ref
4: would have at least like moved him out of the way or blown a whistle. How, how, how or... different were the refs back? That that conversation with Rodman like, I see all yeah. the shit you do. Like, just, just yeah. talk the yeah. shit back to him. Like, like, now, you know, honestly, I feel like these guys get teed up immediately now. But at the same time, or I'm sorry, I feel like they have long conversations and maybe they get teed up for hard fouls, but they can complain and complain. I feel like back then, refs would just talk crap back to guys. Like, they had, like, personality. Because
3: like, it wasn't getting it was clipped.
1: Because
3: yeah. it wasn't going to go yeah. on Twitter the next yeah, day. Yeah, Millions yeah, of right. people.
1: yeah. yeah. Phil, do you long for the days when refs dragged players off of the court? (laughs) Yeah, I
0: I thought the Joey Crawford thing was great the other night. I don't know. I mean, I guess I I don't long for the days where they were fixing games, so that's good. (laughs) Um,
1: Um, We have a a new new guest in the
2: the video
3: here. She she had to make her first appearance eventually.
1: Go find mommy,
3: Adam. Is that the one who took the screwdriver <laughs> out of your car, or is that that
1: the... was the one? That's the one Damn. that uh, uh two weeks ago just <laughs> completely <laughs> totaled my car. Uh, and now she's totaling this uh, broadcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what
4: Jordan do? does. Jordan brings all of us together, even the little. Yeah, one. It
2: tears <laughs> us apart also. <laughs> um.
1: So here's here's a new one. The NBA has informed each team to assign one senior executive to facility <laughs> hygiene officer. Bob Weiss.
0: I'd like to <laughs> no longer like like with the to team. Yeah.
3: Doesn't matter. Go get him.
0: Just uh, not Dennis Rodman. Not Dennis <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: Rodman. Um, <laughs> who would it? Jesus, man. <laughs> nice. Everybody's getting Corona. Um, all right. Uh, Phil, who would be oh. the Nuggets' uh, hygiene? Oh, but what was the word again? Ooh.
0: Uh, facility oh. hygiene oh. officer. The FHO. I don't know. I guess, uh, Bowen always looks pretty sharp. He might be pretty clean. Um <laughs> be hilarious.
2: That's a tough one. He was just relegated to mopping <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, is this like, uh, could we have like a, you have a player coach, could we have a player facility hygiene specialist? Like, uh, could it hey be- man,
3: Plumlee? we're looking for ways to get MPJ more involved. I want, I want PJ yeah, more involved.
2: <laughs> I want the composure on this. Like he's got the, the, the focus, we need this guy.
3: Steve Hess would work. Steve <laughs> yeah. <Hess> would work.
1: <laughs> um, Let me see. I think I have one more on here. Do I? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, here it is. This is an NBA NFL draft one. Hopefully you guys joined us for the draft cover. That was a lot of fun. That was one of the funnest things I Car- think we've done here.
3: Kankar would love to do that job. Chanchar? He'd be so grateful. Chanchar. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
1: wait, wait, what are you doing? Time. Do I have to teach you his name? Uh, Bucket since 88, Bucket since you're going to be on here in just one second. Yeah. Um, we're gonna wrap up here with Phil, but I love this contrast here. Um, I know everybody saw Cliff these King photos. Bray. Yeah, like just okay. Look at this amazing
2: like, loafers.
1: This I don't know this guy. I've never heard of his name before, but Cliff, I hate him. Like Cliff this this, this photo is. Nah,
0: this is you such should a, love him. He's the man. <laughs> well, he looks like this, the man. Really man.
2: looks—you like, could just uh, put Harrison's head on. Yeah, that, that, guy, that guy. That guy would, in I his dreams. Yeah, right. you'd, be, his, you'd be in his Harrison's dreams. And then yeah. Yeah, quickly Zach out. Taylor.
1: Heartbeat. Look at this setup. It's like
2: he's in the bathroom. he's like I, in what a public <laughs> public place. What you're doing is you're seeing the difference between Phoenix, which is a yeah. annex of Los <laughs> Angeles, and.
3: The San Diego of the Midwest.
1: He's got two little water bottles here. Just what a crap! This looks like
2: this looks like a scene from Saw. Or something.
3: You something. Know, I'm sure. Where is
0: therm-
2: he? Why are there no windows? Is he in the basement? <laughs> that's what every building in Cincinnati looks like. He probably has a thermos of chili somewhere.
3: It's like honest person. Compa- it's like yeah. comparing Eric's probably background to Harrison's
0: like, background. Like weak old, <laughs> He's probably drinking like week old coffee. It's like that <laughs> that creamer that's just in like a powder form. Uh Yeah, Joe Burrow saw
4: that and immediately demanded a trade.
0: It was was not pretty. That's why he was (laughs) in such a bad mood.
1: Right on, Phil. All right, Phil, we're going to let you go, buddy. Thanks for hopping back on.
0: Before we get back to the show, and we've got a game of the steps that you do not want to miss. I'm not overselling it. I swear to God, you do not want to miss the performance that we have upcoming on the steps at the end of today's show. But don't fast forward. Do not fast forward. Because Strava Craft Coffee right now is running a deal that they've never run before. This is probably the coolest promotion that any of our podcast partners or just partners in general have done. Strava Craft Coffee is gifting five, that's right, five, F-I-V-E, $1,000 gift certificates to their online store. They're giving out five $1,000 gift certificates to their online store this week only. It's just this week, so... We have four days left, maybe five if you're catching this podcast on Monday night. Strava Craft Coffee is gifting five $1,000 gift certificates to their online store this week only. All you have to do to enter is order some Strava Craft Coffee. It's that easy. Of course, Strava Craft Coffee, it's freaking delicious too. You can still use our code DNVR20 to receive 20% off your entire purchase to enter and win the $1,000 gift certificate. To use at stravacraftcoffee.com. If you've used the 20% off code already, you can also use the code community, all capitals, all one word, community, to save 15% off of your purchase. But that's all you got to do. You just got to buy some Strava Craft Coffee to enter into the drawing for one of the five $1,000 gift cards to Strava Craft Coffee online store. This is an awesome promotion. Like I said, none of our partners have ever done anything like this. And for each 24-hour period from midnight to midnight Denver time between April 27th and May 1st, one $1,000 gift certificate will be sent out to a random customer who ordered during that time period. You're welcome to order multiple times in multiple days to be entered. These certificates can be redeemed for merchandise, products, and shipping at StravaCraftCoffee.com only. These cannot be replaced or lost. They are valid through May of 2025. So you got a ton of time to use these. Go get your golden ticket and don't forget to use DNVR 20 for 20% off.
1: We have we to bring yourself. on a new, a new guest who, um, oh, boy. Buck, Bucket you. since 88. What's going on?
2: What's up, hey, what's up,
1: guys? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah man, we can hear up, man? you. Um, All right. Well, so what do you want us to call you during this broadcast? It can be your name or it could be something else. But uh, You you can call me Peter. That's my name. Okay, Peter. Peter, where yeah, are buckets you? Buckets uh... is pretty good, though. Buckets is buckets. pretty good. Maybe we'll just stick with Buckets, actually. You know We why do why have I...
5: two Peters, so we do Buckets two might Peter. be Yeah, you guys got a lot.
1: <laughs> so where are you calling in from?
5: I'm um, in Portsmouth, Virginia. Right.
1: right. I'm
5: on the East Coast.
1: What's uh... up? Home with the Fort Smith right. Invitational. It is crazy. Ten percent like of our people call from.
5: Uh, no, I've never gone to that Invitational. I've always wanted to, but I always forget to go.
2: Well, I'm telling you, Adam. like, of out of every ten people that come on this show, half of them, half of one person is from Denver. I mean, everyone else is from Parks and Nine and a half out of ten. <laughs> so why well,
5: Boulder? So I am really from Colorado.
0: I was just gonna okay. ask. Shout out Boulder. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. You must be
5: and I graduated Fairview in Hope Six, so maybe I missed you about like a year.
0: Oh yeah. Wow. Really? So my freshman year was Ooh, look at this. I enjoy the story here. This is a little fairview oh, a, Bo Gamble was a freshman
5: when I was a senior.
0: So I was in Bo Gamble's grade. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's crazy.
3: Fun stuff.
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm taken back.
2: <laughs> Anybody All
4: got a right. We could. Can...
1: Are you ready, yeah, uh, buckets, yeah. to uh, to try your hand at the steps? Do you are you aware of how uh... the steps works?
5: Oh, I'm very very aware. Let's try it. Are you? Uh,
4: how
1: of one to ten. How confident are you feeling about uh, about this?
5: Um. I feel like it's going to be like most people. I feel like the first questions are pretty easy, and then it gets really
1: hard.
2: <laughs> yep. That's the right way to feel. That's, yep. That is, that is
5: the way it works.
1: You <laughs> right. get the layups
2: but you miss the half-court heave. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Let's get it going. Let's see here. Oh, I'm so nervous. I know. The music already just kicking in. It makes me it bust. Question number one. Man, this one's too hard for a first question. please, gotta... <laughs> man!
4: Thanks for being with us, fuck <laughs> Yeah,
2: just kick him out. Like, what's the <laughs> point? What
1: player goes by the nickname Thrill?
5: Bill Barton.
0: Woo! He did it Is that it a in. too hard <laughs> one?
1: I had to change it up, man. I had to change it up. Yeah, Phil. It, Phil's. It took... Shaking his fists yeah. right now. Don't forget, so don't forget that you can use Patrick uh if you I'm need sorry, help any of these. I'm sorry. Are there fifteen steps? There are fifteen. Yeah, steps. yeah that's tough. It's really yeah, tough. Yeah, Nobody makes a lot it of steps, like, steps. What's the
4: furthest yeah. anybody's ever gotten? Fourteen. Uh, tw- yeah. Fourteen. Well, you yet, can really?
2: oh,
1: thirteen, I think. You, right. can, 13, you can get you right. can an
2: absolute A plus and still no. fail this class. We got this. <laughs> Fourteen out of fifteen and still fail.
1: Let's do it, Peter. Number question number two: Where did David Thompson attend college?
5: Um,
4: use me, North use Carolina me. State. Hey, he, he doesn't, doesn't even, even need that. me my boy. Peter, unbelievable. I put that, that one the in there. Gini I put Gini that one in, in there because Patrick is. Uh, if, if he asks so. all David Thompson <laughs> questions, we got a shot. Peter, I, I can help with the rest of <laughs> you from here on out.
5: Okay. Not all I know about him. Okay. That's Where all that matters, man. Where
1: did Carmelo Anthony attend college? Syracuse. Very good. Man, he's not even hesitating. This will be, I could tell this one will be a really good one. This will be the. Yeah, be until,
2: until your later questions come <laughs> in.
4: What do I have in my pocket? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> number, number four, in the offseason, the Denver Nuggets often get a workout at this outdoor amphitheater in Morrison, Colorado. Red Rocks. Boom. You knew that one, didn't you, Patrick?
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. I've been to Red Rocks. <laughs> the steps are loosely based on Red
1: Rocks. Easily. Number number 5. This very, one's first.
2: Who was Big the starting
1: steps. point guard for the Denver Nuggets on opening night of the 2015 NBA season?
5: Oh man. Patrick was it Moody?
4: Mm, I don't know. <sighs> uh, did did he uh did he happen to attend uh College at St. John's, Adam? Can I ask a follow-up? <laughs>
1: follow-up? Can ask
5: a follow-up? Hold on. <laughs> All right, so this was Jamal's fourth year in the league, and Moutier was drafted a year before that. So I'm pretty sure it was Moutier.
2: Deductive reasoning, answering. I love it. It seems comfortable.
5: I'm going to go with Moutier.
2: Hooray! <laughs> Glad what I was a sticker pack.
4: Glad
3: I was and, and what a great choice pack. it was to yeah. start Moutier. <laughs>
1: All right, Buckets, do you want to uh, you want to take your, your sticker pack and get out of here, or you want to go for the t-shirt?
5: So I'm going to do a first in the show's history. Um, I've got plenty of t-shirts. I'm going to take the sticker pack.
0: Yeah! <laughs> love
1: it. Oh, I, I, love it. it. Do that. I, I love it. I respect it. I respect it. I can't believe it. I love, I love it. That was I didn't either.
0: I, I, I respect I it. Respect I it. it. This is,
2: this
0: is absolutely
5: star.
4: incredible. Absolutely star. incredible.
5: Hey, I'm shooting 100%. <laughs> oh,
4: I'm You're, unbeaten You're like Jordan Steven in '93, never coming back, baby.
1: That's he's right. No
3: Legendary move.
1: Oh, how wow. does it feel? How do you feel now, oh uh, having done this, made this decision? Do you feel okay about it? Does it, you regret it at all?
5: Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's the highlight of my quarantine, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> and we're praising him. He, he, you he's know, the, what, he's the MVP.
3: He beat us. He beat the system. <laughs> he beat the system. Figured <laughs> it out. you were just, just supposed like, to oh, the stickers I the whole like time.
0: stickers are underrated. <laughs> you know what? Dude, Dude, it's it's, out, it's, it's, it's a really I cool sticker pack, this. to be honest. Thank like, me. it's <laughs> legit. I
2: don't actually know it's garbage. Like, who would want this? <laughs> He's
5: sticking paper. He put them in the right place. Stickers last longer than T-shirts
2: that's right wow There's,
1: phil you know what this is your show just go ahead and you know what take yeah <laughs> <to Twitter>. um,
2: <laughs> you don't need me here yeah i don't yeah, need us
1: here. um well all right i gotta say i don't approve
5: of the decision but
2: it's i not love it i love everything i never you know. disapproved so
5: oh, i mean i'll keep going just for fun but i want the stickers
4: <laughs> no, and i can't keep going just for fun <laughs> no, yeah yeah. yeah see that's
5: just
3: the saying, thing yeah. you're losing out on the fun that's what yeah. it is
2: just to be clear yeah questions uh, six through 15 are not fun, so there's
5: no fun to be had. <laughs> well, well, I'll try the, the six through 10 another time.
2: Yes, uh, Peter, right, my there. man I love it. All right,
1: Bucket, stay on the line. We'll get uh, we'll, wait, we'll uh, with you Peter, what,
0: what's your last name if you're cool saying it? Uh, <laughs> what's your dude? Yeah, you play basketball, right? Yeah, okay, since I, I remember now. I remember,
5: okay, yeah, I, I, I told my seat. My ACL my senior year, I couldn't play. That's why you probably don't remember it.
4: Oh, and now you
2: can use uh, some stickers maybe to hold that together.
4: But you dominated <laughs> the steps, man. It's give and take. Here you That's go. Really when you lose some. Uh, all
1: right, everybody else, thanks for tuning in. Tomorrow, we're going to have the director of basketball analytics for the Denver Nuggets, Tommy Balchettis, is on the show. Let's go. Wednesday, we're going to welcome in Matt Moore. Thursday, we are going to welcome in Seth Part now. And Friday, we'll find out. Who knows? Could be,
4: could, could, we could don't be, even know. Could find be, out if, we get, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, we'll find out if I'm, I'm still. not coming back if Peter's coming back. I didn't know if he was <laughs> coming up right at the end. No one's even going to remember me. No, you, two gonna be to yeah. you two are a package deal. You two are a package deal. So helpful.
1: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow night.
0: Before we get out of here, Denver Rubber Company has been doing God's work during this quarantine, during this crazy time that we're living in they have remained open to supply products to other essential businesses such as medical military defense government wind energy and food and beverage industries this is awesome what denver rubber company is doing they did not have to stay open but they definitely are to help out these other essential businesses and like i said denver rubber company can do that because they help with pretty much everything they are known for cutting and supplying rubber snow plates but they also provide custom cut rubber and foam gaskets hose assemblies and metal parts with their industry knowledge and their precise manufacturing capabilities they're committed to supporting your needs especially during these uncertain times even if you're just doing a project around the house i'm pretty sure drc can help you out with something call them today 1-800-259-0010 you can also visit them at drcfirst.com backslash